0: Holy Spirit, I ask that you would dominate the room, the house, our life, our world. I I I ask that you would change the hearts of my children (laughs) to be soft (laughs) to you, to be in love with you. Change our hearts to be in love with you. And we need you. We thank you, God. We bow our hearts to you this morning. We bow our lives to you. We submit our lives to the truth of your word. We want to know the truth. I thank you, God, for revelation that you gave me yesterday. Thank you, God, for the help. I ask you help. Ask you for help, God. With this uh, appointment that I need or that I'd like that your will would be done. He said sorry to you. Do you have a tattoo on your knee? What's this? Did you put a tattoo there? Oh, that's silly. How'd you get a tattoo on your knee? All right, I need boys to sit here because we're doing Bible now. Ask that you would bless this house. Help us understand what, tr- what you want to say to us through your love letter.
1: You can stay there and not listen. This
0: thing is long enough. Help my children desire to know your word. Translate your word into our into our souls. God, we know that your spirit mingles with our spirits, and we ask that you would teach us from your word, from your truth. Okay. It is uh February seventeenth. Um we're going to worship God through Psalms 15, Acts 27, <laughs> Proverbs 17, and we're actually finished with Micah, so we're going to go to Nahum. Uh, let's go see Psalms 15 first. That's my All right, Psalms 15.
1: You're a bad sharer.
0: Kade, go to your dad, go to your dad right now, go to your dad and tell him what you said about Hopi.
1: He said I'm dumb. And said, I'm I have to comfort Lucy. Hey, Did you get a boo <laughs> Did you get a boo-boo? Where's your boo boo? There's no much room, Mom. Did you, you fall on your leggy? Tell, tell Daddy what you told me.
0: Hopey, that's because I have a baby in my belly. And I keep telling you Why not so to sit on mommy's face face lap. Because there's not much room there. <laughs> sit yeah. next to me. I don't know. I can't even see. Sit next to me here your special spot. I want to sit next to you. I want to sit next to you. And also I said to my daughter, I have Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Did you, listen, Cade, did you resolve it with Daddy? He's done, not done talking.
1: on <laughs> How are you supposed to throw him I mean, he's almost always mean to me.
0: That is for the dog toy. Put it in the basket and leave it alone.
1: I will, but if the dog toy is broken,
0: she, she only has the,
1: toys. she only, we but we don't need to... We don't. Are you
0: obeying me? Like, what's your choice? You can tell me your plan. I was using plan. this
1: for my pulley. Yeah,
0: it's right. not a pulley. All it's a dog toy. I paid for it. You don't have the right to, to take really things that to I pay, pay for.
1: It's broken. In fact,
0: everything in this house belongs to your father and me.
1: What? Then
0: I'll put everything outside the house. Where's your respect?
1: I'm to about you're
0: a bad sharer about the burning trees. Okay, go to your father. You have a spanking too. Go I'm get putting disciplined. putting it away. Say, I didn't answer mommy when she spoke to me.
1: I was thinking.
0: Say, I glared at mommy when she asked me a question. I That's what you should tell your daddy. I did not
1: glare at you. He's not coming out for some reason. Oh, yeah, he's
0: in the back. Probably. All right. What a morning. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent, such people will stand firm forever. I felt like that's the same thing we did yesterday. Mm. You always say yesterday. He's not telling the truth. We should always our time, per voice. Acts twenty
1: seven.
0: No. Actually you were arguing with me and glaring at me. So why don't you tell the truth? I was thinking. It's on like actually I have it on um, recording right now. We can go back and listen to it if you'd I was like. The only thing I don't have is a video of the, the Look on your face.
1: You're still arguing. You're arguing about whether or not you were listening. And at this point it doesn't it doesn't matter. What matters is what mommy expects of you. Okay. Understand her, her expectations that you would immediately acknowledge. Say say hang on mommy I'm on <laughs> Saying nothing. It doesn't let anybody know anything. Remember remember a couple days ago when you were upset with your friends up there that, that told you that they didn't want you or something like that? Your mm-hmm. response to them was, I was fine, Mom. No, no Thank
0: you, Hope. No, no that won't solve any problems.
1: That would just solve. So, so my <sighs> One one for each? How
0: about 20 push-ups? Oh, Oh, you didn't eat? No. No. Did you get that on recording? Probably. Good. Stand up. When the time came, we set sail for Italy. This is Acts 27. Paul and several other prisoners were placed in the custody of a Roman officer named Julius, a captain of the Imperial Regiment. He was a Greek centurion. Oh, no, he was a centurion. A Roman centurion. Aristarchus, sit down at the table, please. A Macedonian from Thessalonica was also with us. We left on a ship whose home port was, sit at the table, please. Stop punching the table. I told you to sit at the table, not lay at the table. His first answer to me was why. When I said sit at the table, he said why. I mean, this is just a good example of belligerence and pride. That is not how you answer a parent when they give you an instruction. You don't say why. You, you understand? Okay. When you have a kid, you're gonna really understand. Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica, was also with us. We left on a ship whose home port was Adramidium on the northwest coast of the province of Asia. Asia was a Roman province in what is Western Turkey. It was scheduled to make several stops at ports along the coast of the province. The next day, when we docked at Sidon, Julius was very kind to Paul and let him go ashore to visit with friends so they could provide for his needs. Putting out to sea from there, we encountered strong headwinds that made it difficult to keep the ship on course, so we sailed north of Cyprus between the island and the mainland. Keeping to the open sea, we passed along the coast of Cilicia, and Pamphylia, landing at Myra in the province of Lycia, or Lycia. There, the commanding officer found an Egyptian ship from Alexandria that was bound for Italy, and he put us on board. We had several days of slow sailing, and after great difficulty, we finally neared... cnidus or Nidus? But the wind... Take this from Can you please take it from him? I don't understand. Did you want the whole thing or just a bite?
1: wanted an apple that wasn't like That's the last one. Yeah. Do you want to eat it or you going to get can it You can have
0: back? it or not. But the wind was against us, so we sailed across to Crete and along the sheltered coast of the island past the Cape of Salamone. Or Salmoni. We struggled along Here's the this. coast with great difficulty and finally arrived at Fair Havens near the town of Lacia. We had lost a lot of time. The weather was becoming dangerous for sea travel because it was so late in the fall. The fast was now already gone by. This fast was associated with the Day of Atonement, which is Yom Kippur, which occurs in late September or early October. And Paul spoke to the ship's officers about it. So, um, sometimes just, uh, just so you know, I open up in ellipses on my app and that's giving us a little bit more detail here in verse 10, I'm in acts 27 verse 10 men. He said, I believe there is trouble ahead. If we go on shipwreck, loss of cargo and danger to our lives as well. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain, captain and the owner than to Paul. Okay, is she bugging the dog? And since Fair Havens was an exposed harbor, a poor place to spend the winter, most of the crew wanted to go on to Phoenix, farther up the coast of Crete, and spend the winter there. Phoenix was a good harbor with only a southwest and northwest exposure. You're going to hear about a big storm now. When a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it, so they pulled up anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. But the weather changed abruptly, and a wind of typhoon strength, called a northeaster, burst across the island and blew us out to sea. You know what a typhoon is? It's basically
1: a giant wall of water.
0: Yes. the yeah. Can you imagine? They thought the weather was good. Tell me, Cade.
1: If you're talking
0: about be a huge tidal wave. Like a tidal wave. Huge. Yeah. So the sailors couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up and let it run before the gale. We sailed along the sheltered side of the small island named Kauda, or Kauda. Some um, manuscripts apparently read it Klauda where, with great difficulty, we hoisted aboard the lifeboat being towed behind us. Did you understand that their lives were in danger? Well, They're in fear of their lives now. The wind is so strong. But if it's a
1: tiny lifeboat, couldn't they just follow on a huge wave comes This is
0: a real problem. They thought, They thought in such a storm, they thought a lifeboat might be safer than their ship. That's how bad the storm is. And verse 17, then the sailors bound ropes around the hull of the ship to strengthen it. They were afraid of being driven off to the sandbars of Sirtis off the African coast. So they, you know, they were in Italy and they're worried now about being blown to the African coast. So they lowered the sea anchor to slow the ship and were driven before the wind the next day. So they had to spend all night in this horrible storm. The next day, as gale force winds continued to batter the ship, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. Do you understand what's happening? Yeah. They're losing money?
1: It's just like the disciples and God.
0: They're losing goods? a huge storm. Yeah, they're losing money and goods. That's how desperate they are. They're worried they're going to sink. So they start throwing cargo and food and money basically overboard. The following day... They even took some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard. That would be like if, if we felt the storm was so bad, we threw our minivan out of the window and we let go of it. That would be how bad things were for them. The terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars until at last all hope was gone. They couldn't even see the sun or the stars. That's how many clouds were in the sky. So, think about a black sky. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, you know how you wanted your apple? No apples for them. No oatmeal for breakfast.
1: No, nothing.
0: No nothing. fresh water for days. For a long time.
1: Mama, look, I can't take this breath for uh, as long as I could. I'm going
0: to kill it. Ocean's too big. Ugh. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. But take courage, so the Holy Spirit must have spoken to Paul cuz he knows this. Take courage. None of you will lose your lives even though the ship will go down. So Paul knows the ship is going to burst. Hey, I I
1: remember it's not that. The going to So the ship burst.
0: Thanks for being real technical. That's what daddy talks about with you. Don't be so technical. Mm. What?
1: the ship breaks. I like being specific because if, because if you're not specific um other things can happen Is every day everyone can interrupt day
0: Keep talking you stop keep talking You're part of a big family
1: Ship drives somewhere nice going short
0: Let's see what happens That's a good guess So Paul is predicting the ship I know, will go the down
2: pirates and- I know the pirates swim uh, uh,
0: I know the pirates shrimp before they sink. Mm. Okay, so how does Paul know this? He says in verse 23, for last night know, an I angel said, of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve of, stood I know, beside shrimp. me and he said, "Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar." What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to she's everyone she's sailing with she's you.
1: She's
0: so she's take courage, she's for she's I believe God it will be just as he said, but we will be shipwrecked on an island. Oh. So an angel told Paul what would happen, that he could deliver that message, that the ship's going to break, believe. but we'll be all right. We're going to hear about a shipwreck. We'll see if uh, Mike is right. Did they believe him or not?
1: I would expect not, but
0: Let's see, here's the shipwreck. About midnight, so it's pitch black outside.
1: Can we see a picture
0: of it? There's not a picture here. About midnight on the 14th night of the storm, two weeks of the storm, two full weeks of the storm, stop banging the table, as we were being driven across the Sea of Adria, driven across by what?
1: Wind waves.
0: Yes, by the storm. Um, This is the central portion of the Mediterranean the sailors sensed land was near. They dropped a weighted line. Well, sailors um, are very familiar with the ocean and the signs of the ocean. So usually if you're near land, you might start seeing different kinds of creatures like birds, right? That makes sense? Why would birds be flying during a storm? Birds are not usually um, flying in the middle of the ocean where they have no place to land safely. Well, I'm just giving you one example of how a sailor might know they're close to land. Okay. okay. They dropped a weighted line, which would be like an anchor, and found that the water was 120 feet deep. So they had a way to measure how far the water was below them with this line. But a little later, they measured again and found it was only 90 feet deep. So what's happening? Going closer to land. Right. Right. So, and actually, they don't measure it in feet. They measured it in something called fathoms. Yes, Cade.
1: something?
0: Is it related to this story?
1: Just, do you have a habit of putting, your seat, of putting your feet on my seat?
0: Okay, that's not how you would ask him to stop. How do you ask him to stop? I'm not
1: touching you, so
0: don't be. Keep your feet down. That's what he's asking you. Cade, practice asking say the right that. way. that. Practice with me, Micah, please. I
1: already know how you want me. Micah, please stop.
0: Put your feet down.
1: Kate's umbrella broke. Me? Yeah.
0: No, no. Say, Micah, please. Micah,
1: please. Put your feet down. I know how you want me to do it. Micah, please put your feet down.
0: But you did it the wrong way before, so we can practice. Okay? Verse 29. At this rate, they were afraid we would be soon driven against the rocks along the shore. So they threw out four anchors from the back of the ship and prayed for daylight. So you know what they thought would happen? They thought the storm was so bad they would be smashed against the cliffs. So they prayed and they actually put down four anchors at one time because they're trying to stay in the same spot in the ocean. Then the sailors tried to abandon the ship. They lowered the lifeboat as though they were going to put out anchors From the front of the ship. So they started to do that, and Paul saw them. But Paul said to the commanding officer and the soldiers, You will all die unless the sailors stay aboard. So the soldiers cut the ropes to the lifeboat and let it drift away. Do you think they believe Paul? Yeah. Yeah, I think they believe Paul. I
1: think they they know Jesus. I
0: don't know if they know Jesus, but they are listening to Paul. Just as. well, an angel spoke to him. Mm-hmm. Just as day was dawning, Paul urged everyone to eat. You have been so worried that you haven't touched food for two weeks, he said. What would happen if you didn't eat for, f- for two weeks?
1: That's impossible.
0: You can survive not having food for two weeks. You can't survive having water. Not having water for two weeks. But you can survive. You'd be feeling like you were starving. I can barely survive. That would be a long. So he said, he said, please eat something now for your own good, for not a hair of your heads will perish. So do you think that's a comfort to them? Yeah. Yeah. Then he took some bread, gave thanks to God before them all, and broke off a piece and ate it. It feels like communion even. Then everyone was encouraged and began to eat. All 276 of us who were on board. After eating, the crew lightened the ship further by throwing the cargo of wheat overboard. Now they got rid of their wheat. How are they going to have bread without wheat? They're not. What would they do? They when morning dawned, they didn't recognize the coastline, but they saw a bay with a beach and wondered if they could get to shore by running the ship aground. So they cut off the anchors and left, left them in the sea. Now they lost their anchors. This boat is falling apart. Then they lowered the rudders, raised the foresail, and headed towards shore. How
1: do you cut chains?
0: I think it's a rope. I'm not sure if they I had metal there. But they hit a shoal and ran the ship aground too soon. The bow of the ship stuck fast while the stern was repeatedly smashed by the force of the waves. And guess what? It began to break apart. The soldiers wanted to kill the prisoners to make sure they didn't swim ashore and escape. But the commanding officer wanted to spare Paul, so he didn't let them carry out their plan. Do you think Paul had favor with the commanding officer? Yeah, Yeah, because basically the commanding officer saved him. Then he ordered all who could swim to jump overboard first and make for land. What if you couldn't swim?
1: Well, I know I can swim.
0: That'd be super hard. Do you know how bad the storm is? It was so bad that they kept throwing their stuff overboard. Their ships, their anchors are cut now. Their lifeboats, I mean. They cut them away. They got rid of cargo and wheat. I can swim. Probably not that good. This is rough water. So the ones... The others held onto planks or debris from the broken ship. So everyone escaped safely to shore. This is really... um, No, it was like a real dangerous... Um time. But Yeah, that it's a pretty amazing. Okay,
2: what? This is the white side
0: Okay. So what could we learn from that story in Acts? Do you think it's possible that angels can come tell you things? What do you think of Paul? He basically had to tell these people that didn't know God him. said
2: God said I was here again my class and then and then the people were so sad that God was was in blood and then and then God was dead and then the, and then the angel said tell the people Mary tell the people that Jesus is alive.
0: That's what happened. Yay! I but now do, here, I
2: love this. I can do some of the things what God says.
0: I know, but now we're talking about Paul with this angel. Do you think that? But sit up, kid.
1: Sit up, Kate Go. I'm having go
2: a snack. To me too. Don't go to the pilot. It's you. No, you're
0: not, because it's not snack time. Are so you sit down. Me? You're screaming at me again. We've had a rough morning. You better obey. I'm not screaming at you. Um. You do you me? think it's possible for an angel to come talk to you? Yes. You do.
1: To anyone except me, because I've never heard any anyone talk to me that is like not. Uh, re- Can I real life per- person or human
0: mm-hmm. in the earth? Well, what happened? Can I did leave? Saul think that God would talk to him? Yeah. Well, maybe not, but all of a sudden he did, didn't he? And then Paul's had lots of messages from angels we've heard about, hasn't he? But So do you think an angel could talk to you one day? No. Mm. That's not what I asked you. Do you think that you, God would send an angel to you one day, maybe?
1: If I was.
0: Maybe. Do you think God loves you as much as he loved Paul? If I followed
1: God and did whatever he told me to, but I don't do it because he never talked to me. This.
0: God talks to you all the time. Every morning when we're doing Bible, God talks to you. And throughout the day, he, he talks to you. Hey. Do you think that God loves you as much as he loved Paul? I'm talking. Shh. Do you think God loved you as much as he loved Paul? Tell mommy. You don't know? No. Hmm. Okay, we're going to hear about Nahum. He lived in a place called Elkosh. This um, This book is only three chapters long, and you're going to hear about God's anger towards Nineveh. Hope he, he can't because we're doing Bible. So, and you should honestly, you should listen as well. The Lord's anger against Nineveh. The Lord is a jealous God filled with vengeance and rage. He takes revenge on all who oppose him and continues to rage against his enemies. So
1: God is a bad God? No.
0: Well, Nineveh was being naughty. So, a loving father gives discipline to his children, right?
1: No, I mean if he's if he's um like I'm not that coming that. If he's come
0: here. God says he's a jealous God. You shall have no other idols before me, right? I know. And he
1: is he jealous of love or is he jealous of praise?
0: Both. He wants all our love and all our praise. And if we have idols mm-hmm. before him, we're breaking the Ten Commandments we're hurting his feelings. Let's hear what he did to to, uh, Nineveh, how he feels. (gasps) The Lord is slow to get angry, but his power is great. And he never lets the guilty go unpunished. Mm -hmm. He displays his power in the whirlwind and the storm. Do you think God was displaying his power in the storm with Paul? What do you think? Made the winds move. So- Micah again you left. So- you asked me before can I leave and I said no and here you are left. You leave. You left. That's not obeying. Sit down, Cade. The billowing clouds are the dust beneath his feet. At his command the oceans dry up and the rivers disappear. The lush pastures of Bashan and Carmel fade and the green forests of Lebanon wither. In his presence, the mountains quake and the hills melt away. The earth trembles and its people are destroyed. Who can stand before his fierce anger? Who can survive his burning fury? His rage blazes forth like fire and the mountains crumble to dust in his presence. The Lord is good. A strong refuge when trouble comes. He is close to those who trust in him. But he will sweep away his enemies in an overwhelming flood. He will pursue his foes into the darkness of night. Yes.
1: If God can make his enemies go away just with one touch, can he make his enemies die? Mm Mm-hmm. Then why hasn't he killed Satan yet? He has
0: a plan. Right? Until the
1: end of the world?
0: Yep. What? So verse 9, in Nahum 1, verse 9 says, Why are you scheming against the Lord? He's talking to Nineveh. He will destroy you with one blow. He won't need to strike twice. His enemies, tangled like thorn bushes and staggering like drunks, will be burned up like dry stubble in a field. Who is this wicked counselor of yours who plots evil against the Lord? This is what the Lord says. Though the Assyrians have many allies, they will be destroyed and disappear. You've heard of the Assyrians. Hmm? Cush, Assyria, right?
1: Alexander.
0: Oh, my people, I have punished you before, but I will not punish you again. Now I will break the yoke of bondage from your neck. And tear off the chains of Assyrian oppression. So, God is coming to help, right? <laughs> and this is what the Lord says concerning the Assyrians in Nineveh You will have no more children to carry on your name. I will destroy all the idols in the temples of your gods. I am preparing a <gasps> grave for you Mama? because you are despicable.
2: Mama, I like the Christmas
0: oh, okay. Look. A messenger is coming over the mountains with good news. He is bringing a message of peace. Celebrate your festivals, O people of Judah, and fulfill all your vows. For your wicked enemies will never uh, invade your land again. They will be completely destroyed. So when I introduce this um, book, yeah. So in the beginning, the Lord is angry at Nineveh. And by the end of chapter 1, he's saying he's going to help Nineveh. And protect Nineveh against the Assyrians. That is the kind of God that you serve.
1: Why would he look, not love you? No, no, no. Why would
0: he love you or whatever? Micah, that's rude. Yeah,
1: you're so rude.
0: Kate, sit down. Okay, we're almost done. We're in Proverbs 17. Better a dry crust eaten in peace than a house filled with feasting and conflict. Do you know how the house felt? when you guys were fighting, and fighting with me this morning?
1: It felt like it was on fire, and it was about to explode, and all of a
0: It didn't feel good. So they're saying, even if you have great food, but you have conflict, that's worse than eating really good food, right? Mm-hmm. You're better off having no food, but having peace.
1: But if we have no food, Just die.
0: God is saying it's better to have no food than to have fights. Right? And no mad, Mom. But if we had no
1: food, how are we even gonna live if we don't have no food forever?
0: Do you think that God would provide food?
1: Well, yeah, don't have
0: food. He's saying he's making a comparison.
1: That makes
2: sense.
0: What's better? Having peace or huh? fighting god always likes satan us into god, peace. god always likes us he does what mike what cade you're mumbling say it louder just saying he likes fighting and to god he likes peace what just saying he likes fighting
1: and to god he
0: likes peace yeah satan likes fighting so if you're fighting and you're quarreling who are you following And God doesn't Uh -uh. like Satan. Satan. And if you're trying to make peace, who are you following? God. Okay. Who do you think is going to bring you a better reward? God. Okay, verse 2. A wise servant will rule over the master's disgraceful son and will share the inheritance of the master's children. Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. Wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Liars pay close attention to slander. Those who mock the poor insult their maker. Those who rejoice at the misfortune of others will be punished. You know how sometimes you laugh at people? Like, eh. You know how sometimes you over laugh at people? That makes no sense. Do you remember how Emerson thought that you were laughing at him? No. So this verse is saying those who mock the poor insult their maker. It's different when you laugh with somebody like you both think something's funny. But if you're laughing at somebody you're actually insulting the Lord. (coughs) If somebody thinks that you have been laughing at them their feelings get hurt. (coughs) And you need to clarify it. How did you and Emerson work it out? I didn't laugh
1: at you.
0: You didn't even ever come back and address it? You should have gone back to address it. Okay. Stop doing that and listen. Okay. Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. What does it mean to say parents are the pride of their children? It
1: basically means parents are bad?
0: Nope. What does pride mean? Pride in a good way. Do you think children ought to be proud of their parents? like, glad they're part of that family? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Stop, Micah. Mm. You know better. Mm -hmm. Eloquent words are not fitting for a fool, even less are lies fitting for a ruler. Do you think a ruler should lie? Uh, No. No, a ruler doesn't lie. A bribe is a lucky charm. Whoever gives one will prosper. Love prospers when a fault is forgiven. Hope you better stop.
1: So it's
0: good to do bribes. <laughs> you know what? I I was confused by that last time. A bribe is seen as a charm by the one who gives it. They think success will come at every turn. Let's see what the amplified says. Excellent speech does not benefit. A f- oh, wait. A bribe is like a bright precious stone in the eyes of its owner. Wherever he turns, he prospers. Let's see what this one says. That says the same thing.
1: Hope, oh, put her down. You have such a
0: problem with dogs. Help! Hey, Hope, go for timeout, cause you picked her up again. You better listen and quickly. Remember what down. happened
1: last time. And she pushed Zoopy down.
0: Time out, baby. Eloquent lips are okay, we already led that. Alright. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends Sit down
1: Mama Sit down
0: Whoever would foster love covers over an offense Now can I have a snack Nope A single rebuke does more for a person of understanding than a hundred lashes on the back of a fool. All right, if you have understanding, you're going to listen to a correction the first time. Does that make sense to you? A fool needs a hundred lashes on the back. You understand? So when your parents give you a correction, what should your response be? What? Yeah. yeah, evil people are eager for rebellion, but they will be severely punished. Oh, it is safer to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than to confront a fool caught in foolishness. Does that you know what that means? How safe is a bear with her cubs? Not safe. She's not safe, but but um, Solomon is saying through. God is saying through Solomon that's even safer than trying to correct a fool who does something foolish because a fool would if you correct a fool what do they turn around and do they mock and insult you yep verse 13 if you repay good with evil evil will never leave your house if you repay good with evil evil will never leave your house what does that mean If somebody does good to you and you turn around and do evil to them, you will never get evil out of your house. That's what that says. Well, if you have evil in your heart, you might do that. Starting a quarrel is like opening a floodgate. So stop before a dispute breaks out. This is a good verse for our family. Starting a quarrel is like opening a floodgate. So stop before a dispute breaks out. Repeat after me. Starting a coral. Starting a coral.
1: Starting a coral. Is like opening a
0: floodgate. It's like opening a duck gate. I mean, floodgate.
1: It's like opening a duck gate. I mean,
0: floodgate. So stop. So stop.
1: So stop it. Before a dispute breaks
0: out. Before a dispute breaks out.
1: Before a dispute breaks out
0: acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent. Both are detestable to the Lord. It is senseless to pay to educate a fool since he has no heart for learning. It's
1: senseless to
0: pay okay, you don't have to repeat after me now. A fool has no heart for learning. So if you guys say things like, I don't want to learn. I don't like school. I don't want to do that. Do you know what you're acting like? You're acting like you have no heart for learning. And then Solomon says, well, you shouldn't even spend your money on that. So what kind of attitude should you have about school? What? Yeah. Micah, what do you think? Okay,
1: what we think about school...
0: You speak for yourself. What I think about school...
1: Reading. I'm. Um, I think I'm
0: really bad. Micah, what do you think about school? I don't like it, but I have to. You need to pray that God gives you a heart for learning. Give me a heart for learning. Very good. Cade, you too. Do you got blue.
1: Give me get a heart for
0: learning. Very good. A friend is always loyal. And a brother is born to help in time of need. Why did you have siblings born? To help. To help in time of need. All right, it's poor judgment to guarantee another person's debt or put up security for a friend. Anyone who loves to quarrel loves sin. Anyone who trusts in high walls invites disaster. You can't put your trust... In a physical fortress... Who do you have to put your trust in? God. The crooked heart will not prosper. The lying tongue trembles in trouble. Alright, listen. I feel this way sometimes. It is painful to be the parent of a fool. There is no joy... For the father of the rebel. It's painful sometimes... If your behavior is foolish, guys. You have to realize that. It's painful for us... If you guys are choosing to fight... Choosing to be disobedient. Choosing to rebel. Choosing to be ungrateful. Alright? Yeah. Choosing to be rebellious. They're, it is painful, actually, for us. And that is also why you need discipline. Eh? So that you become a joy to us. Do you understand?
1: We are joy to yeah.
0: you. Most of the time, you're a joy. But there's the times that you choose to invite sin into your heart. Eh? There are times that you agree with sin, mm-hmm. so you need to stop. Learn to stop and pray. Mm-hmm. Learn to stop and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Learn to ask God, help me Mom? see where I'm proud and fix it.
2: Mm-hmm. Dad, has, uh, Dad, got his, the same shoes as the other ones.
0: Cool. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. You understand that you have a choice to have a cheerful heart and it is like good medicine? Oh yes. You can't just be happy when things are going your way.
1: Remember this full of sugar help the go down.
0: You can't just be happy when you get to have your own way. That's like not really helping you. You have to choose to be happy when you're doing school. You have to choose to be happy when you're doing hard work. You understand? Oh. Micah? What? You have to choose to be happy when you're doing school and when you're doing things you don't want to do. When you're doing hard work, you have to choose to be happy. It is a choice. Right?
1: And how come I can't do it?
0: you can you have to make the decision the the bible even says you should give thanks for your trials Mama, sit up both of you sit kind of good hope and when I'm happy, I can do good mm. kate stay in your own seat the wicked take secret bribes to pervert the course of justice sensible people well you could put this verse with the other one the wicked take secret bribes to pervert the course of justice And then you can also put that with the other one. That a bribe is like a lucky charm. Whoever gives one will prosper. I mean, in his own eyes. That's basically what that's saying, right? Alright, let's go back down. Sensible people keep their eyes glued on wisdom. But a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. How do you keep your eyes glued on wisdom? Do you know how? How do you keep your eyes glued on wisdom? Who knows that? Yes. You ask God. That's good. Micah, did you yawn? Hmm? Foolish children bring grief to their father and bitterness to the one who gave them birth. Foolish children bring grief to their father and bitterness to the one who gave them birth. If children are foolish, why would they bring grief to their father?
1: Because
0: your eyes were watery. It is wrong. Do you understand what this is saying? Foolish children bring grief to their father and bitterness to the one who gave them birth. Oh. Oh. Do you know what happens if a mother becomes bitter?
1: You think about the virus. I
0: want I want to see if you've really seen an example like this of a mother becoming bitter. Yeah.
1: Hmm? A guy what happens
0: when a mother becomes bitter?
1: Whenever you do something bad the mother will da, da, da. scrape you.
0: They stop working, they stop cooking, they stop helping, they say no all the time to their children. They say, well, I'm not gonna do that because if I do that, there's gonna be no good result anyway. That's what bitterness does. Sit forward. Do you ever see a lady like that? No.
1: I have seen one lady like that. Who? He well, I have. No, I a lady that is bitter basically is showing you that someone touches you and then you're all like,
0: ouch. When somebody's bitter, she says, if a, if a mom is bitter, she says, well, it's useless, so I'm not even going to do that anyway. Or she'll say, oh, my children are asking me for something good, but they're not grateful, so I'm not going to. I'm not even going to give them a chance. That's what bitterness does. Foolish children bring bitterness to the one who gave them birth. Foolish children bring grief to their father. I was watching a show where the children became gamblers. Do you know what gambling is? What's gambling? It basically
1: means, hey, get out of here. You're supposed to not get in here. I'm going to smack
0: you. No. That's not what gambling is. Do you know what gambling is? Sit down, Cade. Fighting. What's gambling? Sit down, Cade. Fighting. I asked you to face forward before, and you you never turned your body forward.
1: Gambling is betting on the money with a
0: game. Right. It's like saying, oh, I think I'm going to win this game, so if I win this game, you owe me $5. That's gambling. Good boy now, listening forward. Good. You
1: lose a fortune from that stuff.
0: So what happened in this family is that um, the children kept spending money they didn't have gambling. They were playing games. And they kept coming home to their parents and saying, oh, I lost money again. Can you give me money? And do you know what happened? The mom turned bitter and the dad was so grieved he became sick and died in this movie. It's not... Um,
1: actually
0: die, right? movies are like a painting of a life experience, you know, or somebody, it could be just somebody's that imagination. Watching this morning? Yeah. It's the same series. So in the episode before the, the children came or two episodes ago, I think the, um, the children kept gambling and they really made their mom and dad sad. So I want you to understand that because okay, your actions, I'm not saying I, I know God gave me wonderful children. I know God has put his spirit in each of you. I know every day you bring a blessing to our lives. Every day we're overjoyed to be your parents. Every day I see you choosing good things throughout the day. Not every day. Every day... I see you choosing good things throughout the day. But I also see everyday areas that you can work on. And I also see everyday areas that I need to work on. Mama? Do you know why? Hmm. Why would we need to work on things?
1: I don't know.
0: Because we're not perfect. Wait, Mom, can I tell you something? Yes.
1: Why do I have to face forward if, I mean, why do I have to... Face forward if I can't look out the window and listen or look
0: at you and listen. You can look out the window. I just don't want your body turned sideways in the chair. You Uh, can turn your head any way you want. Well, I'll just do this. No, because I want you to face your body forward. Thank you. Okay. So, do you know why you need to improve and ask God to help you? No. There are some things in our lives that we don't have the ability to change on our own. Do you think that's true? Um, there was a while that um you know how when you Paul said Paul said I can ever all the time I'm making the wrong choice. I know what I should do, but I don't do it. Ooh. Remember when Paul said that? And he said it's not me, it's sin living in me. Because we all have sin and we all have to ask God to help us repent and change our behavior. Mm-hmm. That's why. All right. I have three more verses to do and then we'll be done and we'll we'll um looks like it's nice enough to go for a walk or a bike ride. It is Same. wrong to punish the godly for being good or to Mom. flog leaders for being honest. Mom, what?
1: Whenever I run or go too far my leg like starts to hurt, and if you're going on a bike, I can't go on a bike because either I I'll be too slow, or just, or you'll just say go on, go on. But if
0: you want, instead we can just move on to math. That's and we'll have a snack and we'll uh-huh. do math.
1: I think he means going around circle.
0: That's fine. Uh <coughs> truly, why? But you know, if Luke is sleeping, maybe we should just I don't know. We'll think about it. Um, but Cade, when you were he talking about your daddy, legs, daddy, did you hear what I said? That verse.
1: Yes.
0: What? What was it about? Paul. It is wrong.
1: Paul knew knew what he was supposed to do, but he didn't do it because sin was in his heart, and it, he does it wrong a lot.
0: Very because good. He has sin. Yeah. So, if Paul had sin, and he's so awesome, we for sure have sin. We need to ask God for help too. But we're also so lost, right? We sin mm-hmm. a lot of times. So we need help to that. ask for help. Thank you. It's okay not that we lady. sin, but we have me. to ask I for me. help. I I yes. it's not. A truly wise person. You know what's wrong if we sin is if we don't ask for help and we don't repent to the Lord. Sit down. Mike, I never gave you permission to leave. We're still doing school. Put that back.
1: It's 10.30, Mom.
0: This is what I talked about just like 20 minutes ago. A truly wise person uses Ma- few words. Mama. A person with understanding is even-tempered. That was too loud. Okay?
1: They close very... Sh- they close
0: then very then fast. try to do it softer. Your answer should be What? Okay, sorry, Mom. I didn't mean to slam your cabinet.
1: I didn't slam it. It slammed
0: itself. You're going to argue right now?
1: Okay.
0: Okay, Mom. I didn't mean to slam your cabinet. Do you see why I'm calling that arguing? Yes. Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. Oh, that's how you do it. Okay.